three, two. Good morning and welcome to Peace Progressive Community Church, the greatest church on this side of heaven. We're not just a church in the community, but a church reaching out to the community through evangelism and a charitable helping hand. We're located right here in the center of East Tampa at 2628 East Lake Avenue, Tampa, Florida. Could you please bow your head with me on this communion Sunday for the moment of silent meditation and prayer? Eternal God, our Father, in Jesus' precious name, God, we come. We come to you, God, in the humblest manner that we know how. We come to you, Father God, as a disobedient children before a righteous parent. We come to you, Lord, as empty pitchers before a full fountain. And we ask, God, that you would pour into us today that which we stand in need of. Lord, we pray for our incoming president, and we ask God that you would take this country, Lord God, and turn it around. We pray for the body of Christ right now, and we ask you, God, that you will hold us in the hollow of your hand and rock us in the cradle of your arms. We thank you, God, for these and all of your many blessings, for it's in Jesus' precious name that we pray, and every heart say, amen. Thank you for tuning in with us on this communion Sunday, and please allow me to invite your attention to... 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. Please allow me to invite your attention to 1 Corinthians, chapter 11, and I'll begin reading it, verse 23. For Paul left on record here, For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, this do ye as often as ye drink of it in remembrance of me. That 26 verse goes on to say, for as often as ye eat of this bread and drink of this cup, he do show forth the Lord's death till he comes. I want to speak to you this morning from this subject titled, The Lord's Supper. You'll find that the companion passage to the Lord's Supper here that's left on record in the letters of Paul in St. Matthew chapter 26, verses 26 through 30, St. Mark chapter 14, verses 22 through 26, and St. Luke, the 22nd chapter, the 15th through the 20th verse. And St. John, chapter 6, verses 53 through 58. Well, the Lord's Supper here is Jesus desiring to eat it with his disciples before he has to face the cross of Calvary. Jesus already has gone through Bethany. He's been anointed at Simon the leper's house and as he left Simon the leper's house and his disciples being with him uh, for this occasion, Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed Jesus, he's gone to the chief priests and the elders and received 30 pieces of silver to turn Jesus over into the hands of the Roman government. Well, while they were sitting at the table Jesus said, one of you sitting at this table is going to betray me. And they looked at one another and they said, is it I? Is it I? Anytime you have purpose in your heart to do something diabolical, 
You already know that you're the one. But Jesus knew that he had to die this death. And he knew the significance of his blood. That his blood had to be shed that we might have atonement for our sins. Ain't God good today. But what Paul left on record, he said, For what I have received of the Lord, that I also deliver unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. Now, when they were in that upper room, they were there for the purpose of observing the feast of the Jewish Passover, meaning the Israelites had been in captivity 400 years, and this was the night that they was going to come out of captivity. You'll find that reference in Genesis chapter 12, about verse uh, 21 through 27, where God told Moses, now you take a lamb of the first year that's without spot or blemish, and I want you to eat that lamb in haste and gird up your loins, but I want you to apply that blood on the doorpost. Well, they were in Jerusalem, and they were there for the purpose of the feast of the Jewish Passover, but this particular instituting of the Lord's Supper was in lieu to that same supper. Well, I just want you to know today that this supper wasn't a covered dish where you just bring whatever it is you want to bring. No, this wasn't where you could go through a drive-through, but this is where you had to sit with Jesus, where he had to remind you, now, what I am instituting here is actually going to fulfill the law. It's going to take the keys from sin, hell, and death, and it's going to give you the right to the tree of life. So Paul went on to say, now, and that night he took uh, that bread, he gave thanks, and he broke it. He said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. But he cautioned them. He said, this do in remembrance of me. How many times someone do something significant for you in your life, and you don't even remember what is done? Well, Jesus wants us to remember that he had to suffer, he had to bleed, and he had to die for your sins and for my sins. But the scripture goes on to say here, in the same manner, he took the cup, and when he had supped, and he said, this is the cup of the New Testament in my blood. Do this as often as you drink of this. Do this in remembrance of me. He goes on to say, for as often as ye eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you do proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. It doesn't matter if you partake of the Lord's supper once a week, once a month, or once a day. But as often as you do, you ought to remind yourself of what Jesus did for you out on the cross of Calvary. Well, the scripture goes on to say, it says, therefore, whosoever eat of this bread and drink of this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, he eat and drink damnation unto himself. So all of us need to examine ourselves because what Paul wanted us to understand that first of all, the Lord's supper has a purpose. Whether it's Hebrew scriptures in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22, it says, Almost all things without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. And the Leviticus writer left on record in Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11, it says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. So, first of all, the Lord's Supper has a purpose, but then the Lord's Supper also has a principle. But then the Lord's Supper also has a practice. When you have a purpose in life, a purpose is something that exists, is made, or used, or done for the significance of the one who observes it. But then a principle is adopted as a fundamental rule or action of conduct. Then a practice is that we perform or observe it 
customarily, well, I'm so glad today. This supper is done both not only to remember Christ's suffering and sacrifice, but as often as we partake of it, we do show forth and proclaim his death until it come. Well, after supper had been ended, the Bible declares that Jesus laid aside his garment and he poured water into a basin and he began to wash his disciples' feet. But Peter said, Lord, you ain't going to never wash my feet. And then Jesus said, if I wash you not, you have no part with me. And when Peter thought about that thing, he said, not only my feet, but my hands and my head. And Jesus said, if your feet wash you, wash all over. He said, but if I be your master and your Lord have washed your feet, then you ought wash one another's feet. And I'm so glad today that Jesus, before he had to go to the garden of Gethsemane and pray three times that the Lord would let that bitter cup pass from him. He thought that it was expedient that he ate this supper with his disciples, but the Bible tells me that when he told them to go into Jerusalem and find a place, he said they would find a man bearing a pitcher of water on his head. He said, follow that man on into the upper room and make ready. Now, while they were sitting there at supper time. They were all reposed and laid back and, and, and Jesus said the man who hand dips with me in the dish is the same man that's going to betray me. And at that time Judas dipped into the bowl with Jesus but you know whenever you are sinister and diabolical you will always try to throw your rock and hide your hand but Jesus already knew who would betray him for the Bible declared that this must be done that the son of perdition might be revealed, that the scriptures might be revealed. Well, I'm so glad today that while Jesus was there, Paul wasn't at this supper. Paul had not even come along just yet, but Paul left on record. He said, what I have received of the Lord, I also deliver unto you. That same night when Jesus was to be betrayed, he took bread and he break it. He said, take, eat. This is my body. He says, often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you do show forth his death until it come. And all I've been simply trying to tell you this morning that the Lord's Supper has a purpose. And the purpose is that as often as you partake of it, remind yourself of what Jesus has already endured for you. Didn't he have to hung, bled, and died, and while he was out on the cross of Calvary. Now, let me just back up just for a moment. Before he got out to the cross of Calvary, the Bible tells me that the Roman soldiers whipped him all night long, but the Bible is so true that the scriptures might be fulfilled. The Bible declared that not one of his bones was broken, but in Psalm chapter 41, verse 6, he said, Mine own familiar friend in whom I trusted, he shall lift up his heel against me, but then he said, and they shall cast lots for my vesture, meaning the Roman soldiers was shooting dice for Jesus' clothes, but Jesus still went out and faced the cross of Calvary, and after that supper had been ended, and after he had washed the disciples' feet, 
He told Peter, James, and John to come on down with him to a place called the Garden of Gethsemane, a common place. And he said, now I want y'all to pray right there, but I'm going to just go on a little further. And when Jesus prayed, he said, Father, if it's possible that this cup passed before me, and he came back and he saw his disciples that had done went to sleep, then he went back and he prayed a second time. Then when he came back that second time, he told him, he said, now sleep on and take your rest. For the spirit is truly willing, but the flesh is weak. But when he went to that third time, when he went back down and got down on his knees praying to his father as sweats of blood was dropping from his head, he said, Father, if it's possible that this cup pass before me. But at that time, he said, nevertheless, yet not my will, but thy will be done. And the Bible declares that at that time, before he could even get up off his knees, Judas Iscariot came with a band of soldiers and he kissed Jesus and when he kissed Jesus that was an indication that he was the Lord and Jesus said now every Sabbath day I'm teaching in your synagogues but you come out here like I'm some type of common thief with, with, with lanterns and swords he said but the scriptures might be fulfilled but I'm so glad this morning that Jesus left the Lord's supper for a principle but he also left it for a practice and as often as ye eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you do show forth his death to he come. The Lord's Supper. Give God praise. Give him glory this morning. Dear hearts, if you're here this morning, you may be sitting at your breakfast table. But if you don't know Jesus, you will not be able to partake of the Lord's Supper when Jesus said that, that was the last time he was going to partake of it. The next time, he's going to partake of it new in his Father's kingdom. If you don't know who Jesus is and the part of your sin, if you would repeat this in the prayer for me, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for my sins, and I accept you as my Savior. If you prayed this prayer, your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life, and all the angels of heaven are rejoicing. Give God praise and give him glory. This is our portion of our communion service. If you have your Bibles with you, I want you to turn with me to St. Matthew chapter 6. And we're going to read verses 53 through 58. The scripture says, Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whosoever eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, have eternal life, and I will raise him up in the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father hath sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. Verse 58 says, This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna, and are dead. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. Let us pray a prayer of consecration, separation, and dedication. Eternal God, I come to you right now this morning, the humblest man that I know how. Asking God that you would forgive us for each and every one of our sins. The sins of word, thought, and deed. The sin of omission and commission. I ask you now, Lord God, that you would just 
plunge all our sins into the sea of forgetfulness as far as the east is from the west. And as we are about to partake of this Holy Communion, if we have aught against anyone, Lord, we will take our gift of, off the altar and go, Lord God, correct that with our brother as we partake of your Holy Communion. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. On that night, when Jesus was in the upper room, he took bread and he blessed it and he broke it. And he said, take, eat. This is my body. In like manner, he took the New Testament cup in his blood. After he had given thanks, he said, drink ye all of this, this do in remembrance of me. God is a very good God. He is a loving God. He is a kind God. And he has done everything, and we not, not ever forget the great things that he has done. In Jesus' name, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. Now it's our portion of our scripture for our ministry of giving. And I'm going to ask, this is the last month of the 2020 year. We've had some tumultuous times with COVID-19 and all of the other things that we've had to endure throughout the course of this year. I'm going to ask that you would please search your hearts and give liberally and give cheerfully. We have three mediums by way we receive gifts into our ministry. One is our cash app. Our cash app is the dollar sign PPC Church. I'll repeat that again for clarity. Our cash app is our dollar sign PPC Church. The other medium by way that we receive gifts, tithes, and offerings to our ministry is our post office box. Our post office box is Peace Progressive Community Church, Post Office Box 11512, Hillsborough Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33680. Again, our post office box is 11512, Hillsborough Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33680. We thank you so very kindly for your generosity, your love, your prayers, and your support of this ministry. But if you just happen to be in the area, please come by. We're located right here in the heart of East Tampa at 2628 East Lake Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33610. And our phone number, if you'd like to call ahead, is area code 813 248 2241. And until we meet again, may you feed your faith and starve your doubts. The Lord's Supper.